One last wide receiver remains for the Sun Devils to discuss, and it's going to be wide receiver Giovanni Sanders, friend of the show. Let's predict his stats and talk about his role in this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. A special shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. And don't forget to hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications wherever you're getting your podcasts. And stay in touch with everything that's going on by following me on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Now, We've talked a lot of receivers this week. We talked Elijah Badger. We talked, uh, goodness gracious, Jordan Tyson. And we talked uh, Xavier Guillory. But there was one guy that I knew I still needed to talk about. And somebody that I didn't want to leave off no matter what. Not even because that, you know, this player is a friend of the show and they've been on before. And if you haven't checked out that podcast, definitely check it out. But it, it wasn't even all of that. It was me looking at this player, looking at their role here, and the fact that no matter what's going on with the rest of the receivers, I feel very confident that this player is going to have close to a guaranteed role with the team, and that, of course, is Giovanni Sanders. The reason why, and we'll discuss more of this a little later, is because Sanders is a slot receiver. And when I look at the other receivers on this team with Guillory, with Tyson, and some of the other guys as well, there's not as much competition for like a solidified role in the slot the way that there is for Giovanni Sanders. Like, don't get me wrong, there's other players like Mel Constaval will definitely be a role player for the team. But when I look at Giovanni Sanders, it's hard not to look at him and just think like, yeah, unless something is crazy here, like. He really does have this position for himself. And with that comes me pretty confident in giving my stat predictions for him. So let's go ahead and hop right into it. We're going to start with the receptions. And I think that in a best case scenario, the absolute highest receptions total I could see for him is probably around 60. And that would be a nice increase from what he did a year ago as he had uh, 40 receptions on the team for 500 yards and a single touchdown. But Sanders ended up being second on the team in both, uh, what's it called, receptions and yards. He was second on the team in both of those categories. So there is plenty of reason to think that he could definitely make an improvement upon that with another year in the system being probably the number two option for the team for the entire season because Sanders wasn't really guaranteed his role until probably about halfway through the year. I'd say was when Sanders really became a main and important factor and facet of the offense. It, it took a little bit to get him to that point. And I think that he's going to start the year with that role pretty much solidified for him. Again, being the slot receiver on the team is going to be very important for the Sun Devils and he definitely is going to have a little bit of an upper hand over some of the other guys that are here. So I think that a best case scenario, probably 60 receptions. I thought about flirting with 70, but 
70 is a lot of catches. And even if he is the number two option as a wide receiver, he's going to have to compete with Jalen Conyers at the tight end position. And I don't know that I see a, I don't know that I see three receivers, well, two and a tight end that are going to be in that 60 to 70 catch range. So in a best case scenario, I'm going with 60 catches here. In a worst case scenario, I still think this is probably between a 20 to 30 catch guy. I decided to go with 30 here, but I could see lower if like Giovanni were to like start the year as a slot receiver and later on in the year, maybe lose that role because of other receivers that are able to step up and whatnot. Like, I think to start the year, he's definitely the guy, but you could have guys that assert themselves later on down the year, which could lead to lower production for him. But my final prediction here, I am going to go with 40 receptions. It's what he did last year. I know very boring, but I think that again, one of the things that's going to go against Giovanni here in, in going into the season is there's just more solidified guys here that are going to uh, contest for those catches. Like Elijah Badger, I predicted a very, very good season for him stepping up from what he did a year ago. That's going to take away some of those targets. Jalen Conyers is absolutely going to topple what he did last year. His 38 catches, he was right on top of G or Giovanni Sanders, right below, I should say. Two catches behind. He's definitely going to get more catches this year. And there's there's some other guys here to talk about. Xavier and Valade last year caught 37 balls out of the backfield. Cameron Scadaboo could be a factor there, but this overall is a lot of wide receiver competition. I don't have enough episodes to talk about every single guy here, which is why we ended with Giovanni Sanders, but we still got to talk about Andre Johnson. We still got to talk about the potential of Mel Constaval. Troy O'Mare is going to be here. We got some some freshmen that are coming in like Tariq Black. There's so much competition at wide receiver that I just don't know that I see Giovanni Sanders having a massively increased role compared to what he did a year ago, which is why I'm sticking with 40. Although I'm very, very tempted to go with 50 catches. It's just as of right now, I think that his role is going to be very similar to what it was a year ago. I would love to see him end up with a much more improved year. I just don't know that I see it as of right now, but that could change by training camp. In the meantime, though, I got to talk to you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball and FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll get $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 that you can spend betting everything from the money line to over or under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. It's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, 
and turn on those notifications. Next week, we'll begin looking at some more positions, starting with Jalen Conyers at the tight end spot. You won't want to miss that one. Turn on notifications, everyone. All right, let's hop into receiving yards now. So playing off of the 60 catches, that's a high. The 30 catches is a low. And the 40 catches, that is my prediction. Let's go ahead and talk about, we'll start with the best case scenario. On 60 catches, I think that probably around 700 yards would be what I could see out of the 60 catches. And that is a very, very good scenario for him. That's a very solid to okay 11.7 yards per reception. But again, this is a guy that's going to be playing out of the slot. You're not necessarily going to be looking for him to break off big time receptions or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. He's got that potential. He did have a 73-yard catch last year against Oklahoma State. But I don't think that you're consistently going to be relying on him running deep routes. He's not going to be the game breaker that's going on the on the go routes down the field that you're taking those shots to. I feel like that's somebody else. That's Andre Johnson. That's Jordan Tyson. Those are their roles. Giovanni Sanders is going to be getting that underneath work. He's going to be the guy that they're relying upon to be able to get the tough yards, to be able to take the take the ball in uh, underneath routes and maybe across the middle and towards the sidelines, outside of the numbers, everything like that. But it's going to be more intermediate stuff. It's not going to be him posting up down the field. But again, playing off of the 60 catches, that's high volume. It's hard not to think that he wouldn't be able to turn that into something. And 11.7, it's not it's not anything crazy for yards per catch, but it's still a very solid number. And turning that into averaging almost 12 yards per reception. That's like first downs pretty consistently, obviously, unless you're more than 10 yards. So I like that. I think that that's a really good scenario for Giovanni Sanders in a best case, 700 yards. Now, with that being said, in a worst case scenario, stop me if you've heard this before, 30 catches, 300 yards. I see him right around that 10 yards mark. Last year, he was 12.5, very, very healthy. Uh, in a worst case scenario where maybe he's not able to get going too much, or maybe the offense is struggling. Maybe he gets his role taken towards the end of the year. It's definitely a player that could see a decrease in the yards he's able to create, or maybe this ends up being like a Rondell Moore situation with the Arizona Cardinals. If you're unfamiliar Rondale Moore was used a lot underneath on screens and stuff behind the line of scrimmage instead of being used down the field. Now, while they are different receivers in terms of Rondale was a game-breaking deep threat and Giovanni Sanders, while I'm not saying he can't be, but is going to be the guy that's more relied upon underneath, this would be a situation that I could see where Giovanni Sanders might be used a little more underneath and trying to get him in like a gimmicky role. That's not what I want to see for him. I want to see him working the short to intermediate levels of the field, but that is a situation that I could see in theory. My prediction, again, I'm going really, really boring here. I got him at a flat 500 yards once again. Yes, that is repeating what he did last year, but again, 
I think that what he did last year was a perfect scenario for the entirety of the season. That's a very healthy 12.5 yards per reception. Can't complain with that. Can't complain with getting that same production, especially if you do have Jalen Conyers become more of like the number two option in the offense, or maybe Xavier Guillory becomes the number two wide receiver here. If you have Giovanni Sanders producing 40 catches and 500 yards as the third, maybe even fourth option on the offense, there should be no complaints here from what we could see here. This would be an outstanding situation for Giovanni Sanders, who I do think is going to take a quote-unquote back seat to some of the other guys on the offense. But nonetheless, I do believe that he's still going to have a very important role for the team, which is why I feel pretty confident in my 40 catches for 500 yards. This is also predicated on him taking that backseat role. Otherwise, I do think that he could potentially live up to the ceiling I have for him. One more time, thank you guys for tuning in. Wherever you're eating your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications because next week we're talking more players that are not wide receivers and starting off big with Jalen Connors. You won't want to miss it. Final touchdown predictions. We'll talk about my overall predictions and why I think Giovanni Sanders is still going to be in for a good year. Touchdowns, in a best case scenario, I actually got five touchdowns and that would be a really, really good season for him. If he were to be 60 catches, 700 yards, five touchdowns, that's outstanding. That's number two wide receiver status. Keep in mind, I don't expect these quarterbacks to throw for over 20 to 25 touchdown passes. I think that this is going to be an offense that's going to try and get its legs underneath them, take some time to adjust because this is so new for Drew Pine, for Jacob Conover, for Rashad. Uh, Jaden Rashad, Rashada, goodness gracious. Uh, Trent Bourdier is back, sure. But again, it's a new offense with uh, Bo Baldwin calling the shots and Kenny Dillingham introducing his system. I think that it's going to have some growing pains. So if a best case scenario is him having five touchdowns and some of the other guys, Jalen Conyers, Elijah Badger, having bigger touchdown outputs, like you take that. Again, this is a very good scenario, especially for a slot receiver to be able to find the end zone five times. Now, with a low, I got zero. That is because Giovanni only scored one touchdown last year. That could be the case again this year, but he, again, I imagine is going to be in a different role this year in terms of hierarchy of the targets that are going around. He's still going to be the slot receiver, but that's not necessarily a great position for him to have a massive output in the touchdowns department. So in a worst case scenario, I do think that three touchdowns or dang it, I, I ruined my prediction. I think that zero touchdowns is probably the worst case scenario. Obviously it doesn't get worse than that. My prediction, as I just said, is going to be three touchdowns and that's two more than he had last year. I think that this is going to be a little bit of a better role for him with with so many other guys being able to take away everybody else. This is going to allow Giovanni Sanders to potentially blossom into that role as like nobody's going to be taking a look at him. He's going to be able to work the nickelbacks and be able to create a little bit more underneath. In a 40-catch, 500 yards, three-touchdown season, 
you take that from a, again, a number three option, maybe even a number four option on this offense. That is a really, really good season for the team and for Giovanni Sanders to put out. So overall, the best case scenario, 60 catches, 700 yards, five touchdowns. That's what you would look at for a number two receiver, which Giovanni Sanders could still be. He could still be the number two wide receiver here. He could still be the third option on this offense. It doesn't mean that because Guillory's there, because Tyson is there, because Omer is there, like it doesn't mean that he's automatically going to be the third receiver. Even working in the slot, he can still be the number two option at the wide receiver position here, which is why a 60-catch, 700-yard, five-touchdown season could still be an absolute best-case scenario if he builds off of what he did last year. And a worst-case scenario, the 30 catches, 300 yards, zero touchdowns. To me, that says that he really did take a massive backseat on this offense. I don't think that that's indicative of his talent. I think that would be more to do with his role in the offense and what they're trying to do with him. It's a very not ideal situation from a player that you anticipate will have a really nice role with the team. Prediction of 40 catches, 500 yards, three touchdowns. I feel like that's a safe prediction. If Giovanni Sanders didn't have as much competition, I would be leaning more towards his best case scenario for my prediction. But because there's so much talent and also he's going to have that slot role, I think that this is a very, very good season for him. 40 for 500, an increase in touchdowns from one to three. You take that. You take that from a third option, from a fourth option. That is that is very, very ideal for your team. So final thoughts here. Giovanni Sanders is definitely the slot receiver until further notice. Yes, there's going to be competition, but I just don't know how many guys are really going to be able to usurp him for anything that's substantial at the slot position. I think it's Giovanni Sanders to lose. That's what I think. What do you guys think about Giovanni Sanders? Is he the number two option in this offense? Is he going to take a smaller role this year? Is he the starting slot receiver? What do you think of my stat predictions? Give me your predictions in the comments on YouTube or hit me up on Twitter at RishiBrad36 or the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. But as always, thank you guys for tuning in. That's all that I got for you guys on today's episode of the podcast. Tune in next week as we start with Jalen Conyers. And until then, you keep it locked right here on 